everyone to the Grain Maker Wrestling Podcast, a Prairie Proud Wrestling Podcast covering everything from Winnipeg to worldwide. My name is Blair Pacheco. It is a very cloudy Thursday evening. Uh, just got home from work. Figured I'd hop on here to record the uh, the upcoming episode, which I was very excited to do. It seems like it's a, a very busy week in wrestling. So much to look forward to with this upcoming weekend. And I mean, I'm pretty stoked on it myself. Uh, we just finished coming off Dominion, uh, New Japan Dominion, and uh, thank you very much to Josh for coming on and uh, helping preview the show. I still have the main event to check out. I already know the results, but I still like to go back and watch. Uh, I really, really like the Jeff Cobb uh, Kota Ibushi match. I thought it was fantastic. It was, uh, you know, the right length of time. It didn't go too long, and it was. Uh, it really kept me interested. I absolutely fucking loved Jeff Cobb's F5 that he did where he spun Abushi about four or five different times in the or you know just continuously in the air that looked incredible and uh, it came across great but uh yeah I hopefully will be able to watch Okada and Shingo on Saturday that's my that's what I'm shooting for uh, I've got a few other things that I hope to watch then as well but that's on the that's on the agenda to check out I should be able to find some time at work. Hopefully my work isn't listening right now. So if you are, I'm going to fully work those eight hours. Never mind. So let's jump right into stuff for today's episode, this week's episode. It's uh, There's a fair amount of stuff going on locally and even uh, just south of us, which uh, I, I want to touch on. Let's kick things off, though. CWE, Canadian Wrestling Elite, they announced some upcoming tour dates. Uh, they have some already scheduled for Winnipeg and Alberta beginning of July, but just announced was Saskatchewan. So we got July 21st in Prince Albert, July 22nd in Saskatoon, July 23rd in Regina, and July 24th in Weyburn. Obviously that is, you know, with government mandates and restrictions and all that hopefully things get loosened up so that these shows can happen uh you can check out the twitter their twitter or facebook where they have the complete listing of all their tour dates because i think july 2nd they had one in winnipeg and i mean with what it seems that the manitoba government has announced for their reopening plan it looks like this one could be going on you know as long as thing, things keep getting as good as they are keep progressing it does look like that july 2nd show of it very well could happen so i am absolutely jonesing for some live wrestling and would be fucking stoked to go see it so if it is going to happen i will be there and i honestly can't wait i have huge envy of everyone in North Dakota and Minnesota who's able to check out these shows. Um, Cause I know tonight, Thursday, I think first wrestling is running one of their shows, if I'm not mistaken. And I was talking to someone earlier about it and I'm completely jealous that they're going to be able to go and see that show. So hopefully 
you know, beginning of July, things will be picking up in Canada because I think I speak for myself, wrestling fans, and the wrestlers in general where we just want things to get back to normal, be able to go check out shows again, and just to, you know, be able to do things, to go see local wrestling, to see our friends, and just, you know, have good times at shows again. That's what I'm looking forward to. So this past week, CWE Adrenaline, their weekly show, um, it's on Shaw TV. They also upload the episodes up onto YouTube, and I have been tweeting them out, so I will continue to do that with this episode. But I want to do a little rundown of what happened on the episode, just what you can look forward to. Uh, I've decided that, you know, with the shows like this or, you know, Time Bomb, they have their shows up on, you know, they've had shows on YouTube or on IWTV. Uh, I will talk about what happens in the matches, but I'm not going to spoil anything. Uh, I want everyone to be able to go in and watch the episodes and see what happens for themselves to check it out because I think it's only fair to them, fair to the talent, everyone involved. Um, fair, you know, I want to get as much eyes on the product as possible. I don't want to ruin anything for anyone. So with the, the CWE Adrenaline episodes, I'll touch base on what happened, what's going on. Same with Time Bomb, their stuff. But definitely go and check it out. Um, I will re... I'll tweet out the episode three for everyone so it's easy access so you can give it a watch. So, I mean, from the bat, the intro, watching it on on YouTube, the intro reminds me of the old WFWA, the old, you know, I think it was, uh, you know, the old Tony Candelo stuff. Like, I got huge old Winnipeg vibes from it, and I absolutely loved it. I think it's great, a fantastic job, very well done. The show kicked off with a Mentolo promo, and he's basically just, uh, you know, hyping up the upcoming match with Danny Duggan. You know, basic, just a bit. Kicks, first match on the show is the uh, the Degenerates, Roy Dragneal and Tyler James facing off against Bryce Bentley and Sammy Peppers. So before, actually before I mention that, CW has the promotional consideration paid for spots throughout the show. And holy fuck, it reminds me so much of the old WWF style. I know I'm, you know, a, a mark for the stuff like that, but I loved it. They Very well done. Great job on that. I can't say enough good things about it. You know, just the, those little small things, they kind of, it brings you back. So they're doing a great job following in on that. So with the match, um, Roy Dragneal, Sammy Peppers, I'm familiar with seeing both them for the, seeing them wrestle on PCW shows. So the one thing that I have to mention is that Sammy Peppers in front of a live crowd is fucking over holy shit i've never seen well i've seen you know crowds at local shows go nuts but he everyone just goes wild for this guy they love him and you know what he's fantastic in the ring does a great job great personality so the one thing that i have to point out about this match you know very fun match was roy dragneal 
had one of the most graceful elbow drops I've seen since The Rock. It was absolutely fantastic. That stood out. So very enjoyable match. After that, we had Kevin O'Doyle. Uh, he is one half of the CWE Tag Champions, uh, along with former guest of the show, AJ Sanchez. Uh, he took on Wildman Furple. Now, I'm unsure if there's any relation to uh, Pampero Furpo, who, you know, wrestled with AWA and, you know, actually up in Winnipeg a few times. Uh, unsure if there's any family uh, relation there. But you never know. Might have to do a deep dive into it. Uh, we'll get the you know twenty three and me tree going and see what's going on with that. But Kevin O'Doyle definitely had a very impressive showing in this matchup. Afterwards, CWE they had uh, a little fighter profile, and this one was on AJ Sanchez. So the fighter profile just gives out you know little tidbits of information, and you know what it's a very good tool used for newer watchers just to get familiar with, you know, the wrestlers on the show. After that, they kicked off a uh, CWE top five tag team rankings, you know, sort of like, you know, the old PWI top 10, you know, in the magazines you'd flip through. But, you know, it's top five. You see the teams on your screen. Very good. Uh, next week, we are actually getting Mentalo versus AJ Sanchez. So that's exciting. Got to look forward to that. The main event of the show was actually Mentalo facing off against Roy Cheeks. I should mention before the uh, Kevin O'Doyle match, there was actually an AJ Sanchez promo, and he was just hyping up, you know, next week's match with Mentalo. So main event today, Roy Cheeks versus Mentalo. And you know what? Mentalo is fantastic in the ring. I, you know, can't say enough good things about him. Very talented. I did want to mention, though, that Roy Cheeks, he had a really great showing in this match, and it should be noted, you know. I know that he has done some refereeing before, but uh, he's really stepped it up in the ring, and it should be noted. So the uh, there was a huge huge discus forearm in this match looked great so you know what everyone involved did a fantastic job with this episode go out of your way and check it out and it was uh, it was very entertaining so it's definitely something to look forward to like i said i'll tweet it out easy access episodes are on youtube or it's on shaw tv every friday if i'm not mistaken so check the guide look through you'll see it on there so the episode of Adrenaline it did a great job leading into this Saturday, June 12th, CWE's 12th anniversary show. So we're going to do a little rundown of the card, what to expect, how to, you know, price, all that sort of stuff. So like I said, Saturday, June 12th, it is going to be in a live internet pay-per-view. I know we would all love to be there in person, but they're doing the next best thing. It's only 10 bucks to check out. So for more information, definitely check out their Twitter. Check out the CWE Facebook. It's going to have all that stuff on there, how to access it. I mean, 10 bucks you can't go wrong. Now, uh, lineup so far, we've got KB6, who, after looking it up, he was actually trained by Phil LaFon. You remember Phil LaFon, you know, wrestled in... 
WWF. He's got the ties to the hearts and all that sort of stuff. So he was trained by Philophon. That's pretty cool. He's going to be taking on Kevy Chevy. We have got a hardcore match. Everyone loves hardcore wrestling. I have no reason to believe that this would not be right up there. Fantastic entertainment. You know they're going to work their asses off. We've got the misfit Mike Mission. He's going to be taking on the one, two, three approved hardcore champion, Canadian strong style Rob Stardom. So the misfit is going to be trying to be trying to get you know that title. He's trying to become champ. We'll see what's going to happen with that one. We've got a junior heavyweight showcase. ECCW's own from out west, out in Vancouver, Mercury. He's going to be taking on Rich King out of Monster Pro Wrestling. So we'll see what they can do. Should be some high-flying action. We also have a high-impact grand championship match. Cheetah Bear Jude Dawkins. I'm a huge Cheetah Bear fan. First time I saw him wrestle, I was blown away. Fantastic in the ring. Very entertaining. I'm super stoked for this match. Cheetah Bear Jude Dawkins. He's taken on the HIW Grand Champion, Sean Martins. Sean Martins, fantastic in the ring. I use fantastic as a, a descriptor way too much, but it's true. Very talented. Definitely check out this match. Get hyped up for it. We also have a CWE championship match. I mentioned it earlier when we were doing the Adrenaline Pro uh, review. Mentolo, he's taking on the champion, Danny Duggan. There's a stipulation with this match, though. If Mentolo doesn't win the championship, he cannot challenge for the title as long as Danny Duggan is holding it. So, with that said, I'll tweet out as much information about it as possible this Saturday. I can't remember the time off my head. I want to say seven, but I could be mistaken with that. But nonetheless, I'll tweet it out. Um, I'll, you know, check out their Twitter, CWE, Canadian Wrestling Elite. Check out their Facebook. They have lots of information on there. So give it a go. Should be a great show, and I'm very excited to be checking it out. Now, there is another upcoming show just south of us time bomb pro wrestling you know that i'm a huge fan of what they do they put on some very entertaining shows they do great work i'm so incredibly stoked to eventually go down there and check out a show they just finished their survival never goes out of style event that was two weeks ago if i'm not mistaken i'm trying to think where the leafs were still in the playoffs so it was a couple weeks ago it was up on IWTV, or they broadcast on IWTV. The event is still up there to rewatch. If you haven't gone, out, if you haven't seen it yet, go out of your way and check it out. It was a great card. They very well done. I honestly, I'm actually planning to go back and rewatch the main event. That's how much I enjoyed it. So they, uh, I won't mention who the surprise was, but. Uh, it was, you know, Dominic Greeny and Kevin Koo faced off against Oren Vite and a mystery partner. So if you haven't already heard who it was, if you haven't seen the event, check it out on IWTV. There is also a few older events up there too, if I'm not mistaken. So now they just finished that event Saturday, June 26th, 5 p.m. It's an all ages 
card. They've got another one coming up in Grand Forks, North Dakota. If you know me, you know that I absolutely love Grand Forks. I can't wait to go down there, crush some Jimmy John's, you know, buy stuff I don't need at Target, all that kind of stuff. I honestly can't wait to be able to go down to North Dakota again. So it's at Ojada Records. I hope I'm saying that correct. But uh, there's also going to be live music there as well. Tickets, $12 at TimeBombPro.com. If you don't get them from the website, they're going to be $15 at the door. So just keep that in mind if you want to save a couple bucks, get them off the website. There are a couple matches announced. We have just announced Damon Spriggle. He's going to be facing off against Super Thunderfrog. And no ring, no rules. We've got the Renaissance Ricky Norton taking on Deathmatch legend Mad Man Pondo. Look, if you're into your if you're into death matches, if you're in Grand Forks, can go check it out. How could you not? You know, you're gonna see an absolute legend in the ring. A deathmatch legend, Madman Pondo. Get your tickets, check out Time Bomb Pro. That's coming up end of June, so make sure you're there. You might be able to hear it in the background, but the Dickie D ice cream truck is actually driving by right now, so I can hear the music that they're playing, and I'm sure it'll come across on here. If it does, that's what it is, but uh, I am not running out to get ice cream. I would like to, and it stopped right in front of our place. So Now, like I said earlier, it's a, it's an incredibly busy weekend when it comes to wrestling. You've got that CWE show. We also have, with a big Winnipeg connection, pardon me, huge Winnipeg connection, we have Impact's Against All Odds event. Now, the event is going to be on Impact Plus, so you can watch it on there. You can see the replay, whichever. Uh, we're going to run down the card, what to look forward to, what to expect, and uh, we'll go from there. So, we've got a tag team match for the Impact Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championships. We have Kimberly and Susan, Sue Young, facing off against Fire and Flava, Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles. I got to say, one thing I like about Impact is they, you know, on their events, they always seem to be having, you know, two women's wrestling matches. You know, their Knockouts Tag Team Championship, it's always seems to be defended whether it's on tv or on the events they go out of their way to showcase their tag teams it's not you know the same matchups every week it's not just a two-minute wrestling match they give them time give them a chance to perform that is one thing that you know impact i'm very happy about you know they like to let the you know wrestlers wrestle so with the most recent amount you know recent cuts from new york uh, i fully believe that a couple of the uh, wrestlers will end up there and you know what honestly the iconics might not be you know same level as talent wise as some wrestlers but they're a fantastic tag team i would love to see them come in there challenge for the titles you know, promo-wise, they're very good. Let's see what they can do. So, but we're not talking about that. Fire and Flavor, they've absolutely been delivering in their matches. 
you know, I, I'm excited to see what they do in this one. Kimberly, I've been a fan of hers since she was in the first May Young Classic, I think it was, and then she had some time in NXT. So all four wrestlers, very talented. You know, I'm sure that they will put on a very good show. There is a five-way match to determine the number one contender for the Impact X Division Championship. Just last week, we had Josh Alexander and TJP in a one-hour Ironman match for that Impact Championship. Saturday, we've got P.D. Williams. You know, we can thank him for the plethora of Canadian destroyers facing off against Trey Miguel, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, and Rohit Raju. You know what? Leading up to it, I know some people aren't huge on the multi-man matches, you know, for stuff like this. But with the talent in that ring for this match, I have no reason to believe that this won't be an entertaining showcase. All five wrestlers, very talented in the ring. You know, Trey Miguel's had some fantastic matches lately. He's really stepped it up. Happy to see P.D. Williams back. Ace Austin, you're almost waiting for him to uh, to elevate himself to that next level to get there. He's got all the tools, all the talent, you know, so you, you're just waiting for that opportunity. You know, and Chris Bay is, it was like a bidding war for him before he signed with Impact, you know. Uh, AEW had wanted him. So they, they're a great eye for talent. Chris Bay delivers in the ring. He's very good. So I'm not sure who they're gonna who you go with out of this one i think all five you could make an argument for i'm almost leaning towards you know like thinking maybe trey miguel gets that see what he does against josh alexander i think it's josh alexander who's still champion i am just drawing an absolute blank at the moment so needless to say um it should be a very entertaining match. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what's going on with that. And yeah, so got that. We got Rich Swan versus the former Big Cass W Morrissey. Uh, Morrissey made his debut a few weeks back for Impact. Uh, I do not see any reason why he should be losing off the bat. Um, Rich Swan, I know. You know, he recently lost to the Impact World's Championship to Kenny Omega. I'm thinking that losing streak continues. You see W. Morrissey get the win. Big Cass keeps it going. And uh, we see what's, what's next for him. We had a tag team match for the Impact World Tag Team Championships. The champions, Violent by Design, who beat Finn Juice a few weeks ago, are taking on The Decay, Black Taurus, and Crazy Steve. Look... I'm just stoked to see a Black Taurus match because he is one of my absolute favorites. I'm hoping that uh, with, you know, MLW announcing more upcoming acquisitions for the year, that I really hope that he's one of them because I just want Black Taurus on as much programming as I can take him in on. He's one of my favorite Mexican wrestlers. He's fantastic in the ring. I'm fully expecting Violent by Design to... Uh, to win this i'm sure some outside shenanigans or whichever but to continue the feud and just keep going from it but needless to say i'll be checking this one out this next one i am very hyped for we got kojima versus joe doring just a basic basic singles match uh 
I've been, you know, I watch the MLW show, which they put up on YouTube. And when MLW first kicked off, I mean, Kojima was, you know, champion there for a little while. So the fact that he's back doing New Japan, doing Impact, I'm super stoked for. He's reliable. He's, you're not going to get blow away with him, but you know that he will deliver exactly what's advertised you know we got two former all japan wrestlers with kojima and joe doring in this match i'm not sure which way you're going to go with this you know do you have doring put off the pull off the win or do you if you have kojima for a bit are you you know getting a win out of him and then maybe you have him challenging for the impact championship you know why not him versus kenny omega then you're really getting a the forbidden doors wide open. Having a New Japan wrestler challenging an AEW wrestler for the Impact Heavyweight Championship, why not? Let's run with it. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying I'm the best booker around. You know, some of my ideas might be a little off the wall, but hey, if you're wanting uh, something that works, why not let's go with Kojima versus Kenny Omega? So let's take Kojima to win that one. The Impact knockouts championship we have the champion diana perrazzo facing off against rosemary i should note born in winnipeg rosemary this is just a little side note but when i first started doing this podcast and i don't know how it came up but i had found out that rosemary was actually from manitoba now i of course, there's a laundry list of wrestlers that I would love to interview for this podcast. But if some chance Rosemary ever listens to this, I would love the opportunity to interview her. Talk about, you know, Winnipeg, talk about Manitoba, talk about wrestling. So that that's my slight little pitch. You know, she is on my list. I would love to talk to her about wrestling. So... We're seeing Diana Perrazzo defending her title against Rosemary. Now, Perrazzo has been, you know, just on a streak lately. She's been delivering. I am fully expecting her to retain, but I do think that this will be a very good match. I think both wrestlers will do a fantastic job. I think they will both deliver. And I'm, you know, I'm excited for this. I know Rosemary is going to bring it, so we will see what happens. Your main event for the Impact World Championship, as of now, as of this recording, Thursday, 6.40ish p.m., we've got Moose challenging for the Impact World Championship, facing off against Winnipeg's own. You love him. I love him. He is the best belt machine, the champion, Kenny Omega. I know that there is there was talk that Sammy Callahan might be added to this match. So, I mean... If he does, it does add another another layer to the match. I am, as of right now, Kenny Omega versus Moose. I'm fully expecting Omega to retain the title. I would still be expecting it if Sammy Callahan's in it as well. But if Callahan's in it, you do also have the Omega can lose without getting pinned. So if they did want to take the title off of him, you know, you could have Moose pinning Callahan or Callahan pinning Moose. It gives you that option. But 
I'm fully expecting Omega to retain to continue on as Impact World Champion. And uh, the belt collector is just going to continue. He's going to have Don Callis at ringside. And I know that there was talk that Callis will be not involved with Impact as much anymore on a behind-the-scenes level. And it'll be more that he is going to be just, you know, more of a personality managing Kenny and continue on with that. So I think we're going to see Omega retain, continue on, like I said, belt collecting, and we'll go with that. Now, if those two shows weren't enough for you, don't fret. I have even more for you because this Sunday, they've shifted their shows to Sunday evenings. We've got NXT TakeOver in your house. Now, I used to never miss a TakeOver. They were my go-to because you knew that every time they were going to deliver. And by God, did they ever. So I will be making sure that I go out of my way to watch this on Sunday. Um, there's a few matches that I'm pretty stoked for. So I I fully believe that they'll, they're going to bring it. You know, you have some incredibly talented wrestlers in NXT. It might be a log jam some of the time to get them to the next level, but I, I do think that this will be a very good card. So we've got kicking off. We've got Mercedes Martinez versus Zia Lee. You know, Zia Lee has been a regular on NXT since uh, debuting her new new personality. I do think that you're, you know what? I was going to say that, you know, Mercedes Martinez should get the win here, but you want to create some more challengers for the champion, Raquel Gonzalez. So I do think that the more I think about it, the more I think that Zia Lee might get the win here just to, start getting some more of those challengers out there. I know Io Shirai was back this past week. You've got her, you've got, you know, Candice LeRae, you've got so many other talented wrestlers, but Zia Lee, I could see them wanting to elevate her to that next level. So I think Zia Lee is going to pull off the win here, you know, start getting ready to challenge for Raquel's title and move on, you know, move to that... You know, move to that next level. Get to that upper echelon of re- women's wrestlers in NXT. We've got for... Well, I'll get to this one after. I'm going to... We'll talk about the NXT Women's Championship first. Only because the other two two matches, I have something to say. So, NXT Women's Championship. We've got... Ember Moon, she is going to be challenging Raquel Gonzalez for the championship. In no way, shape, or form do I think Ember Moon is going to win this. I think it is going to be used as a way to elevate Raquel even more. She has done a great job since she's been given a chance in NXT. When she was first in the old, in the Mae Young tournament, you know, it seemed like she was there but not really, what's the word I'm looking for? She didn't have anything going for her, but she has, you know, brought her game to the next level. Jacked up. She is a physical force in the ring. She's very talented. 
I think Raquel is going to win this. I think you're going to see Ember's a fantastic worker, and I think that they're going to do they're going to put on a great match, and you're going to see Ember be able to help elevate Raquel even more, bring to keep pushing her up. You know, so that should be really good. I think it, I think it has a chance to surprise a lot of people. With some of the women's matches, you knew you know that it was just going to be, it was going to be a banger. You know. At TakeOver Toronto, you knew that Candice LeRae and Io Shirai, they were going to put on, you know, a five-star a five star match. I mean, that was one of my favorite matches that year. They absolutely delivered. Oh, that wasn't even for the title. That was just a basic women's match because the it was Shayna Baszler versus Mia Yim. <laughs> but, yeah, so I think that, you know, with that match, you knew it was going to be a good one. With this one... I think that they're going to surprise people, and I think they will deliver. So, next up, we got Cameron Grimes versus LA Knight. It's a ladder match for the newly brought back Million Dollar Championship. Now, there's this one is a ladder match. There is also a winner take all six man tag match for the North American Championship and NXT Tag Team Championship with the champion Bronson Reed. Taken on Bronson Reed and MSK taken on Legato del Fantasma. Now, you know, I have no issues with the million dollar championship being brought back. You know, use it as a vehicle to help elevate Grimes or Knight. But with the amount of talent that you have in that six man tag match, why would you not do that as the ladder match? Because you know what? Everyone talks about the ladder match from TakeOver, I think it was New Orleans a few years back, where you had Ricochet, Dane, uh, Adam Cole, EC3, Lars Sullivan, I almost called him Lars Fredrickson, um, and I think there was someone else in it too. So that was one of the best ladder matches that they've had in, you know, that WWE has had in years. You know what? You put Reed, MSK, and Legato in a ladder match, and you know, there's your even better ladder match. A six-man tag ladder match for those titles, I think it would look great. The visual spectacle of the three belts hanging up there and the team grabbing them, that is what I would have done. You know, I'm putting my Booker hat back on, do the six-man tag as a ladder match. You can have Grimes versus Knight for the Million Dollar Championship, but it doesn't need to be a ladder. So, but, you know, Cameron Grimes, LA Knight. I think you have to give Grimes a title. I have no issue with LA Knight, but they've done dirty. They've done Grimes dirty a few times on NXT with just how they kind of portray him. Give him that million dollar championship. He's already made his money off GameStop, off uh, Dogecoin. Give him the million dollar championship because I think that he'll use it to get himself even more over LA Knight you know he's very talented I'm not fully into his character yet but I do think these two are going to deliver Grimes and PWG had some fucking fantastic matches in Impact he even had great matches I loved when he was in PWG and he'd be introduced as the Impact superstar you know just to really get the crowd ragged on him so you know I hope Grimes wins I like him as for the six-man tag ladder match, 
I don't see how you take the titles off of Reed and MSK just yet. Bronson Reed just won it a few weeks back off Gargano. MSK, they're, they're doing a great job in that tag division. And honestly, I don't like the idea of you know both titles switching hands in one match. I think it almost, uh, I don't want to say waters down, but it doesn't make them seem as important. So if you want to take them off, do it in separate matches. But I have no reason to believe that this match won't be incredible. It should deliver, it should be very entertaining, and it could very easily be the match of the night. You know, scratch that. That will be the match of the night. So they're all incredibly talented workers. It's nice to see Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza be getting a chance on NXT. You know, those two guys had been there for a little while. They weren't really doing much, but it's nice to see them find a home with Legado. So we're going to, the champions, I think they retain, they keep going. If you want to have them drop it down the line, that's fine, but not in this match. So the main event, we have a fatal five-way match for the NXT championship. We've got Pete Dunne against Johnny Gargano against cool Kyle O'Reilly against Adam Cole, baby. Facing off against the champion, Karrion Cross. Look, straight up, I am not a huge Karrion Cross guy. It's just, he just doesn't do it for me. But I do think that with the workers that you have in this match, that it should be a very, very good match. Uh, Gargano always brings it to the next level on takeovers. I know I can sometimes get tired of him. Uh, it was the stretch of matches of him and Ciampa and then him and Cole. You were just always getting Gargano. So, you know, he, he does deliver on takeovers. Adam Cole's fantastic. He always delivers. Kyle O'Reilly, I think, should be the champion right now. He's great in the ring. I would love to see Kyle be given a shot at the next level, you know? And then you've got Pete Dunne, who, I mean, Pete Dunne is one of my favorite wrestlers. I think he's incredibly entertaining. He's talented. He's a workhorse. So he puts on fantastic matches. I think those four against Karrion Cross. there's enough stories that you can tell in that match, enough different uh, angles you can do, and you have, you know, like O'Reilly and Cole. They have a hatred, hatred together. you got Cole and Gargano. They have their history. You've got Dunn and O'Reilly's history, you know? Fuck, even Dunn versus Cole, if you really wanted to stretch back years ago when Strong and Roderick Strong and Pete Dunn faced off against Kyle O'Reilly and Cole for the uh, tag titles. And Roderick Strong turned on Pete Dunn, you know? So he's got that hatred. Dunn has that hatred with Cole. He's got that hatred with O'Reilly. And then you've got Cross, who's, you know, been feuding with these four, you know, leading up to this. So I don't see Cross losing a title. I think that they want... He is their guy in NXT. They're going to keep running him as champ. So I don't see any of the uh, any of the titles switching hands at TakeOver, but I do think it'll be a good card. I think it's, it's kind of flying under the radar a little bit, but I do think that they will put on a, a sneaky good show. So that's Sunday, 
June 13th. Check it out. You know, there's not much else going on on Sunday. UFC's on Saturday. You've got, that's on top, UFC's on top of CWE show, which I was telling you about, and on top of impacts against all odds. So there, it's an absolute plethora of wrestling action this weekend. There's something for everybody. So definitely go to your way, check it out. I'm hoping that, uh, fingers crossed, that it's still in the works, that I'll be reviewing TakeOver with a special guest next week. Uh, I still have to touch base with them one more time just to make sure that we're still still a go for that. So that is your, your Grainmaker podcast for this weekend. There's, I mean, I could have dove it deeper, you know, like Ring of Honor had a fantastic match with, Flamita versus Ray Horace this week that I wish I would have had a chance to tell everyone about but needless to say um, there was also another match that I was floored with that was really good oh on AEW Dark this past week Dante Martin and Matt Seidel had a great match questionable the winner the outcome but very good match go to your way check that out so but thank you very much for checking that checking this podcast out this week. We, you know, we, I always say we, but it's I. I would, you know, love to have someone else so we could say we. Um, but questions, comments, concerns, drop me an email, grainmakerpodcast at gmail.com. I am up on the Twitters at grainmakerpod. Reach out if you want to talk wrestling, love interacting you know, recommend something for me to watch because I'm always looking for new stuff to check out. I do, you know, an hour on the fat walker, you know, that's my cardio some days and I'll just throw on matches. I've been rewatching old WCW from 2000 and fuck, you know, some of the angles and booking there and you see so much similarities with some of the stuff WWF does, but you know, reach out on Twitter. Let me know some matches to check out. Up on Apple Podcasts, Great Maker Wrestling Podcast. If you could write a review or leave a rating, that'd be great. If you're still listening, you must like it. So I appreciate that. So maybe, you know, toss on a five-star rating, you know? Why not? Maybe a four and a half. You know what? Four. I'm good with a four. Um, up on Spotify Podcast as well. So, but definitely, you know, if you could retweet this out, like it, review it, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, hit me up on email or Twitter and let's talk wrestling because honestly, I would love to. Love the business, love talking about it, love, you know, sharing matches. So I think I do this ramble every episode. So, but nonetheless, thank you for checking it out. I appreciate it and we'll talk soon.